Are you ready? Good, because you're going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, it's awesome to have awesome to have everybody back. Uh, we we're uh, we were running a little later today than we normally would. But that's because that's TR ran out of town for the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> and it was amazing. <sighs> so yeah. So uh, <laughs> hey, Tiara. <laughs> hey. I, how how are you? Uh not so bad. Oh, good. <laughs> how are you? <sighs> Well, you know, could use some chicken tenders. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, anything you'd like to share with us about your weekend? All the things you did while you were gone? Anything oh, interesting? Uh, yeah. Um, Hannah Gatsby is just as funny as as she was the first time I saw her, like, a million years ago in Seattle. Um, and um, I... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much... That's the gist of my weekend is I, I went back back to Seattle... Went dancing with some friends, went out on a boat on Lake Union and drank wine. On a boat. On a boat. Uh, <laughs> went to, went and saw Hannah Gatsby and then hopped on a train this morning back home here. Beautiful. So I'm Beautiful. exhausted, actually. <laughs> well, I'm very happy that you're home, as you already know. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, if you want to find us in places, you can go to Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr. We're all at How Are You Now Pod. Uh, you can ho- email us if you'd like at host at HowAreYouNowPod.com or HowAreYouNowPod at gmail.com. We also have a phone number where you can leave us voicemails with any questions or comments you may have or TR's favorite thing, dad jokes. Uh, that phone number is 30450 Ferda, and uh, if you are unaware, we are part of the Podscure Podcast Network. That's a bit of a tongue twister. So please go check out all of our shows that we've got going over at podscure.com. Now, I want to do a special shout out uh, slash request for uh, one of our shows, Disputed Podcast. Now, if you're unfamiliar with what we do over at Disputed, in a nutshell, we have a spirited, informal debates between, including a little smack talk as well, uh, between fictional characters. Uh, we have folks come on and advocate for each side, uh, and we stream it live on YouTube uh, and a couple other places on Twitter as well. And I think on we're on Twitch as well. Uh, so after each episode, we ask the audience to vote. Uh, we currently are doing a scrappers bracket, a whole tournament. We have with, uh, we have uh, six. We have sixteen scrappers, so people, fighters, including Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he, he will be one. He, he's going to be one of the last ones to go in the first to fight in the in the first round. Right. Uh, so he's coming up. Um, but anyway, our most recent ep- uh, dispute episode is disputed episodes between Ting from Ong Back versus Beatrix Kiddo, aka the Bride from Kill Bill. So. I'm asking right now uh, for votes. Um, just go out there, watch watch the dispute part of that. You don't even have to watch the intros or anything like that. Just get just watch the dispute, the actual debate part. And then once you've decided who you like, 
uh, go out and vote. Uh, you can vote there on the same page, uh, disputedpod.com slash ting v kiddo, T-I-N-G-V-K-I-D-D-O, and select who won. Uh, and after you select, there's pictures of both of them on there. You click one, down at the bottom is a vote button. You click that vote button and the vote will go through. Yes, two steps. Two steps. If you did not click both the person and the vote now, you're not voting. Yeah. That, that's a thing. Yeah, that has <laughs> happened. So sometimes you got to explain. Yes. You got to fill out your ballot and then put it in the box. That's yes, basically what exactly. it is. So. <laughs> Uh, and last but not least, our show music is done by some fine folks over at Light the Lamp, a great hockey punk group. Uh, please go check them out in all the places, Bandcamp. Uh, they're on the Spotify's and the ba- and the other places where you can find music. Uh, they're awesome. Great guys out of Pennsylvania, uh, and we love them. So uh, they've been with us f- from early on uh, mm-hmm. with How Are You Now. So really great guys. Um Anything else you'd like to bring up, TR, before we introduce our guest? Um, well, there's there's one little thing that uh, I would like to bring up. Um, something I've been noticing on on uh, Twitter lately is uh, we have a lot of new people, both our podcast and our our you know brothers over at brothers and sisters over at uh, um, Produce Stand. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people not understanding, you know, the long-term humor that's been happening between everybody mm-hmm. um, and then taking it, taking offense to it, basically. that That's, I've seen this happen a lot. There was a big dust up with somebody just yesterday that just kept going, which was really actually, mm, anyway, um, <laughs> but just like, think about it for a second. You know, if you, if you are offended by something on somebody says on Twitter, maybe just don't say anything, you know? And then, and when I say offended by, it, I don't mean like if someone's being racist or homophobic or something like that, call their assholes out. Like that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, you ask a question of somebody, that person asks somebody else who knows the answer, what the answer is. When that person answers, don't get mad for being corrected for your incorrect mis- uh, assumptions in the beginning. Mm. Um, and that's, I know that sounds so stupid, but it's literally happening over and over and over again. Um, just like, remember that we all love this show. Mm. And if you actually are paying attention, you're, you're, yeah, don't be a degen, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like Shorzy and the boys in the locker room all chirping at each other. It's like, they're siblings. We yes. are, we are our siblings in this, in this community i don't want to just say it's a fandom it's it's we've grown to be a community of, yeah. of folks i mean us and produce stand and lots of other folks uh, i mean if you check out who all has been on our table our live table reads right. uh, we just put one out yeah. on, on, it was uh, so much fun yeah uh and, we, didn't, we didn't promote that too no not too much but uh <laughs> i mean people yeah people love letter so we're gonna have a lot more letter friends than, yes. than disputed fans but that's okay uh but yeah we're a community, and just like that, you see where we have a number of podcasters. <laughs> I don't know, the dog is being a degen right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're a community of podcasters and content creators and such where we we know this is a show that we all love. We can't, we're not in competition with each other. We are friends. Mm-hmm. We have, we we share space with each other. We come in each other's spaces and talk. Sorry. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> um, it's, 
<laughs> we 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 come to where you're at, buys, um, and because uh, we'll bring it to where you're too. Um, Anywho's, uh, <laughs> I think uh, Awesome has joined the club. Hi, yeah. Awesome. I know that you know we're, we're exactly not, what I was referencing. We are, we are not calling anybody out. No, but uh, there's no one in particular. But that there was a big one the other day that I just was like, I've seen this way too many times, and I need to, I need to say something because come on. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, thanks for joining us, Awesome. Um, but we'd also like to have uh, our guests join us, uh, unless yes. there's anything else you, you, you'd like to bring up. Nah, let's do All it. All right, well, let's do this. So, our guest this week is my my, co- my, my cousin-in-law, yes. uh, Chris Churchman. So, yeah, Chris, how, how are you? No, not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to, like... Yeah, you want to say you, you want to say how are you now? So say also, hey Chris, <laughs> <laughs> how are you now? Oh yeah, I'm all right. Good, so. good to you. Go see, Ah man, so it's great having you back. It's been since what it's season been. two? Yeah, it's been. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's yeah. been a while. You were one it's, of our our yeah. uh, first uh, one of our early first guests. guests. Uh, I believe they call that the OG. Hell yeah. <laughs> you were listening to our podcast before anybody knew there was a podcast. I, I even made, I think at TikTok, someone goes and they ask you like, hey, what's the one thing you're a hipster about? And I'm like, Letterkenny. Yeah. <laughs> I love Letterkenny before it was a show. It was a YouTube skit. Yep. And I was like, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my hipster moment. Yep. 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 That it was. Yep. <laughs> uh, so um, what you got going on? Uh, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, plug, not really, I guess. Right. Instagram, amazing spider Chris. All right. Uh, amazing underscore spider Chris. All right. Uh, and then, uh, that's all I really got going on. Mostly for me, it's just work and school. All right. Well, so, uh, without going in, into really any detail, so this is the first first season of Shorzy. Um, and I know we had, a, we all had a lot of feelings going into it about what, what that would be. Uh, and what it would feel like in a lot of trepidation, but now that you've watched it all, what, what's your general feeling about it? Uh, I think it's exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Uh, Cause Letterkenny, I felt is more of kind of like uh, a Simpsons kind of show where yeah. it's kind of like a show about a whole community where Shorzy is kind of this focused in on this character, this storyline where Letterkenny you have the farmers, the skids, uh, the hockey players, you got the Amish, uh, the Mennonites. The Nappers. The Mennonites. Fucking they run. Uh, but this one is just about this one character and a hockey storyline, which as a hockey player, I am all for. But I mean, Shorzen was kind of one of the most one dimensional characters in Water mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And now at the, end of, at the end of the season, without getting ahead, like he's got a, he's a full flushed out character. And I'm like, yep there's a story like i want to see season two right definitely and, and you it's know, like okay and and it has been announced has uh, it by crave that oh, uh, oh. Uh, so not in the u.s I, yet hey tell, tell me tell me if i'm wrong awesome but it was announced by crave that they're doing a season two or they've or they what they announced or was it letter letter kenny season well, letter 12. kenny 12 was that's announced what for sure. okay yeah, okay yeah. sorry my bad so that's yeah okay. this, right. this has got to get a season two. Oh yeah it, I, it, I mean I, yeah i'm just hoping because Creep said it was the highest rated uh uh what do you what do you call it debut that they've ever had so oh, yeah. so yeah it's gonna it's yeah. just a matter of like 
so many details. And then in the U.S., it'll be like months later before we find out that we're going to get it two days later or something yeah. like that. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah, you have a fully fleshed out character. You take a one-dimensional character who uh, it was funny in its own right. He had a stick and he nailed it every time you saw it. You never failed to laugh. Yeah. But now you take that stick and you build around it. And you're like, okay, you've got a hockey player who loves the game. Uh, you get inside a hockey locker room with the other players and the other teammates. You basically bring these characters in off the street. And you inst- they each have their quirks, just kind of like letter and You're building this other community within the hockey world. And I know any, any person playing hockey, close to hockey, is like, yes, this, this feels real. Yeah. Uh, so nice. They did a wonderful job. And Jared Kiso, I mean. The man is how- brilliant. Like you go from Wayne to Shorzy, and they feel the sense of the yeah, They right feel there. like such different characters. Yeah. When you, I mean, we, you he embodies both of them perfectly. He does. I yeah. mean, there's and like neither oh, of them are just, him. Yeah, yeah. Neither yeah. of those characters are him in real life. Because yeah. Kiso is a very genuine, sweet, laid back, carry. Yeah, yeah. Funny, kind, very, hu- very huggable, <laughs> very huggable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's literally. Like the way he carries himself, obviously the way he talks, the yeah. haircut, the yeah. mullet, the mullet, chef's kiss. <laughs> but it's just he embodies both those characters, yeah. and that's that's how you can tell the range of a good actor mm-hmm. is if you know, like someone's always just doing variations of a stick. But yeah. Jerry Kiso has gone to the opposite end of, this, of his range, yeah, and uh, there's a lot more into him. Like I'm, yeah, we don't even know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just I, and I hope and because I know he said it a lot that he's. He's done with Hollywood. Yes. And yeah. I, I keep seeing it every fucking time. They right. try to get him to be fucking Wolverine. I'm like, just fucking drop it, guys. It's not going to happen. Unless it's a, <laughs> unless it's made in Vancouver by people who, here, here, are, it's, you know. If, here, here's how it ha- it would have to be like Taika Waititi. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. would have to have full creative control yes. over the entire project. Absolutely. <laughs> I can see that. See, I, could, I could possibly accept that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would love that to happen. Uh, but yeah, it's not gonna. Happen. I mean, he, I could, he's killing it. He's killing on this. I mean, he's doing what he loves right now. Yeah, he did not love Hollywood in the least. No, bit. so yeah. yeah, and he I, didn't like the roles he was getting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the shows are killing it. The tours are selling out. Mm-hmm. And it seems like everyone because like I follow most of the Letterkenny cast on Instagram yeah. and and like and on TikTok. And man, it's just they're having a lot of fun with it too. And it just seems so easy. And you know, like. They can go nowhere but up. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, let's uh, get in uh, to last week. We had we d- we covered uh, veteran presidents. Pre- presence. Jesus. Rented lips. Uh, <laughs> with our, our good buddy, Danielle Chip Lehman, uh, the she, tiniest, uh, most adorable goalie in history. <laughs> um, she's amazing. And it was great to have her on. Uh, so veteran presence was really just all about introducing our our studs or as meg and and zeke and nat would say sluts um but uh that's really what the the entire episode was um and seeing learning a bit more about shorzy uh and just you know how he works in day-to-day life so that's that's kind of how i saw that episode uh you guys what was your yeah set on the context of that that was pretty much you're bringing in a whole new, you're bringing all these characters and you've got to take an episode to flush them all out. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> We're gonna start they, flushing them out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you kind of get told what they're like. It's a, it's a quick, easy introduction. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then 
Yeah. I mean, and they did. I like the way that they did it. It was humorous. uh, And Zeke was giving Shorzy just peppering him. Uh, (laughs) That's Batman practice. First, when it opened up with the rap rap song, I was like, wait, is this the right episode? Right. And I'm like, okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So uh, then uh, let's get into this week's episode, uh, season one, episode three of Shorzy, deep dive of Know Your Role. So uh, in our opening, we begin uh, with the on the ice with a group of children singing O Canada. The camera pans <laughs> through all of their cherubic faces as they sing. Uh, the camera then switches to the backs of the Timmins team. We see all the players that we've heard named in the last episode, including all of the Appledorns. Finally, the camera switches to the Bulldogs' faces. We pan across. We see Hitch, JJ, Goody, Dolo, and then Shorzy. And Shorzy's got full waterworks going on. <laughs> um, next, we uh, we switch to uh, after the just after the logo, the opening of logo shows. We're uh, um, at a just at a black screen, and we hear Shorzy chirping at one of the Appledorns. Uh, the screen pops up, then uh, still all in black, saying "24 hours later." Earlier. Earlier. So I'm sorry. Yes. Earlier. Thank you. Uh, we're uh, Now we're at Pepe Panini with uh, Shorzy and Sanguinette sitting across from one another. Sanguinette nervously is asking Shorzy for assistance in coaching the first game because he's never done it before. Uh, Shorzy tells him it's not that difficult. What Sanger is really concerned about is being seen as a bully. It's not fucking bullying. Everybody's so soft. It's tough love. What's the difference? All right, we're teammates, we're brothers. Yeah? I'd go to the wall for you. Yeah? Are you my brother? You're my brother. Would you go to the wall for me? I'll go to the wall. Then you're allowed to call me a fucking useless cunt on your way there. Yeah? Hell yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Shorzeev gives in and says, just for this one game, but he tells Sh- Sanger that, he, that Sanger has to call the lineup. Uh, so next we cut to the locker room. The team is now getting ready for the match. Uh, Sanger walks into the locker room, hair braided in a beautiful tan. Would you say it's tan? Yeah. Yeah. Tan suit. Yeah. The team loves it. Uh, he's looking snazzy, even has the, uh, the bolo tie. Uh, and yeah, so Sanger starts calling the lineup, uh, during the lineup, uh, when he calls JJ, JJ seems a little someplace else. Um, Shorzy notices it, calls him out on it. Uh, finally, once the lineup is done, Sanger awkwardly hands the floor over to Shorzy, who's a bit irked at the way he handled it, but he stands up and addresses the team. Shorzy calls out the bad players on the team and tells them how useless they are and that they serve at the at the behest of the studs. Uh, and that uh, he especially calls out Tindy for being the most useless player on the team and tells the other players that their job is to hit the Appledorns and to block shots for, to help Tindy out. Uh, because he's so useless. Uh, when asked about how they were going to handle the Appadorns, Shorzy has the team, has the gyms introduce themselves. Problem solved. Uh, next, we cut to the stands in the arena. Liam and Corey, uh, the junior hockey players, are sitting together in the stands with hardly anyone else in attendance. Nat, uh, Nat who's uh, higher up in the, uh, in the uh, balcony, uh, is looking down, uh, dismayed at the turnout. Meeg tries to let her know that they're just now doing something new. Zig also informs Nat that the season ticket holders are calling because they're asking for their money back. Now we go down to the ice. The Bulldogs on the bench are on the bench, ready. The Timmons on the bench, ready. Studs on the ice having a standoff uh, against the uh, mostly the Appledorns. <laughs> then we cut to the puck drop. Shorzy is facing off. The puck drops, uh, and Dolo immediately drops his mitts, 
and provides a beatdown to one of the Appledorns, knocking his ass out. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, period one begins, and the Bulldogs immediately take the league, but it doesn't last long as Tindy gives up four by the end of the period. We cut to the stands. Uh, Liam show, shows Corey, Corey the video that he's done of the Tilly tending, telling him he's going to post it, and he bets he gets it at least 100 views overnight. Uh, Corey then calls him a nerd. Uh, so I don't know what the, what's wrong with being a nerd, but <laughs> anyway, uh, we uh, <clears throat> we cut back to the locker room. Shorzy uh, gives out props to Dolo for the Tilly, but then immediately admonishes Tindy for being so bad. Uh, he even throws a uh, throws a, a roll of toilet paper at him, tell so show him he can catch. Uh, then he calls up he calls up the gyms for second period. He also tells Frankie, who's out of sorts, to shoot the puck. Because uh, he's just still not knowing where he is. Back on the ice, the second period is begun. The, the Bulldogs score two uh, goals as Timmons has only scored ones. Uh, and the Gems brought a good beatdown or two along the way. The game at the end of the period is, is uh, three to five in favor of Timmons. Back in the locker room uh, in between periods, Shorzy immediately starts uh, cutting into Tendy. Uh, while this is happening, Gooley, Gooley, Goody, wow, Goody, Dolo, and Hitch are all talking about how awesome Sanger's suit is. Uh, Shorzy then gets at JJ for not shooting anything. He tries to entice him with food, but JJ is still somewhere else. Uh, up in the stands in the arena, Nat and the girls are, st are still uh, at the top of the arena looking down. Uh, Nat is convinced the team is going to lose. He cut quickly back to the locker room, uh, and almost as if responding to Nat Shorzy says, they will not lose. Uh, just before they head out on the ice, JJ gets a text from someone named Laurent saying, I'm here with three uh, exclamation marks. JJ gives a big smile. Then we hit the arena. Uh, looking down, Meg comments on Sanguinette's suit again. Very, very enticed. Uh, Zeke is, of course, annoyed about this, uh, as she usually is about many things. Um Third period has started. We see Goody throw a shoulder into an Appledorn, knocking him out. Uh, Shorzy chirps uh, at the knocked out Appledorn while another Appledorn tries to confront Shorzy. Dolo comes over to Goody and pulls the contact that he knock out, knocked out of the <laughs> Appledorn's uh, eye uh, on, onto his face. Uh, Shorzy's still chirping at the Appledorn. He yells at JJ at the same time to shoot the puck. Uh, JJ looks up at the stand and sees a very pretty redhead walking in. Wave, And she waves at him and sits down right in front of Corey and uh, Liam. J.J. gives a huge smile. Puck drops, and J.J. immediately hits a goal. Uh, the boys are on fire. The team is now tied 5-5 with one minute left. Sanger calls a timeout. He calls the studs to the ice. Shorzy gives in to the plan. All right, boys. We're not losing to a team who got their buckets at fucking Giant Tiger. Now, the D have been pinching all night. What we're going to do is we're going to hit them with the Beer League special. Okay? So, J.J., once that puck fucking drops, I want you to beeline it straight up the center past their D. Dolo, I'm going to win it back to you. You flick it over everybody's heads. JJ skates into it. Good idea. What's the best fucking idea I ever heard in my life? <laughs> and just to, just so that for those who are only listening audio, <laughs> uh, Awesome has chirped in that the, uh, uh, not to channel McMurray or anything, but that color is called Oxblood. So <laughs> there we go. Um, Anyway, Shorzy lines up for the face-off against an Appledorn, chirping and chirping about he's going to take out his entire top row. The puck drops. Shorzy flings it back to Dolo. Shorzy gets Appledorn's stick to his, to his face. JJ heads toward the Timmons goal as Dolo flings the puck overhead to JJ. With only the Tindy to beat, JJ scores easily. The Bulldogs win 6-5. to five. Um, 
The boys uh, are then in the locker room shortly thereafter uh, celebrating. Shorzy calls on Sanger to call out for the MVP of the game. Sanger gives the game stick to JJ. The game stick, of course, a drumstick ice cream. The discussion then turns to having the entire team getting a stick after the win. The decision is uh, is to give the winning stick to the MVP first and then to the rest of the boys, thanks to the gyms for making that decision. Sticks are uh, good, man. <laughs> Shorzy then, so then asks the stud if they've called their parents. Uh, they have Ooh. not. He admonishes them about that yet again. <laughs> we cut to the GM's <laughs> office. Nat and the girls are, are celebrating the W, but Nat voices her displeasure at Tindy not getting the ones he should have gotten. Then Tindy, Fish, and a few others uh, of the boys come in to give an ultimatum that they can't be there, even with the W's if Shorzy's running the show. Sanguinette, who's just walked in behind them, tells them that is not what's happening. He is, it's his show. Tindy isn't having it, doubles down on the ultimatum. When Nat doesn't answer immediately, he quits. Zeke follows him out of the office, down the hall, chirping about how awful it is, and he's such a piece of shit. Uh, Sanguinette ensures Fish that and the other boys that he will be running things from now on. They shake hands, head off to the Colson. Nat, understandably, is concerned how, th- how uh, things have changed, and she tells Meg to open up a tab, uh, a tab at the Colson and Pepe Panini for the boys, and then heads out to find a new tender. Uh, from at, uh, We cut to Pepe Panini where uh, Shorzy, Sanger, and the, uh, and the boys, minus JJ, are all chatting uh, when Pam walks up to take their order uh, and make fun of their name again, as she likes to do. Shorzy shrugs it off and tells her that about their win. She doesn't care. Uh, she then uh, she tells them to look at the wall for whatever they want. Goody, of course, is asking for off-the-menu items. You have any chicken fingers? Like for your little brother? No. We don't have chicken fingers. Chicken tenders? Goody loves chicken. No. Chicken strip? Look, if you want popcorn, you go around the corner of the doghouse. Best wins in town. They got popcorn chicken. Who is this kid? How's that pitter-patter panini, bud? Find out one every day of the week if the price is right. Fuck you, Shorzy. Look, pitter-patter panini, so it's some other. Five pitter-patters for the Sudbury cantaloupe cockapoos. <laughs> Uh, just then, uh, as as they as at, right after the order is placed, uh, Laurence and JJ walk in. JJ introduces the team to Laurence. Shorzy then introduces the team uh, to to her as well. Uh, Laurence show, knows who Shorzy is, and what he did to JJ. She tells him that Quebec never forgets. Shorzy, of course, brings up how JJ will never forget to eat some form of candy or. Some Dunkaroos and pizza and Dunkaroo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Uh, she calls him extremely mean spirited, and of course, Shorzy doesn't care. Uh, next, we cut to Nat walking into an apartment which has its door open. She calls out for Michaels. He comes out only in a pair of bikini briefs. Uh, <laughs> looking around his apartment, she sees that it's pretty bare. She asks him what's happened to all of his stuff. He says that a woman. Uh, he was in love with, took all of it, and the only thing she apparently loved, uh, not which was obvious on him, was giving party, party island squeezers. Uh, she tells him that she wants him to come back to the team, not as a coach, but as the new tendy. After a bit of back and forth, uh, he says he'll come back, but he wants something in return before he'll completely agree. I want an apology from Sanguinette. Sure. And Shorzy. Man to man. Why do you care what that mutant thinks? Yeah. So, um, 
From there, we cut to Shorzy uh, roughing the juniors, both giving uh, and getting chirps from uh, usually Liam and Corey, uh, Corey. Liam tells Shorzy that he posted Dolo's fight, and it's got almost almost 10,000 views. The chirping uh, resumes as the scene shows Shorzy now looking at the video of uh, that Liam posted and reading all the comments and support. From there, we cut to Nat, uh, where we see her and Meg and Z. Walk, Nat walks into her office seeing Meeg and Zeke on the phone with the season ticket holders who, who wanted the refunds. Nat tells the girls to tell them to fuck off, but Meeg tells them that they are no longer wanting the refunds. They want to make sure that they still have their seats. <laughs> she is very happy about this. Finally, the scene cuts to a truck outside of Shorzy's apartment because uh, he lives just above the theater. Uh, and there, the three muscle heads from the Colson, you know, the big bald, bald-headed guy and the other guys, looking up at Shorzy's apartment. Cutting inside to Shorzy's apartment, we see all the studs sitting down in front of TV and eating sticks. Cut to black in credits. And Dola smoking a blunt. And, yeah, Dola smoking a blunt, of course. <laughs> now, before we get to what everybody thought, I want to bring up a couple of bits of trivia. So, <clears throat> at the very beginning, when Shorzy and Sanger are talking about uh, helping Sanger, Shorzy helping Sanger coach, Sanger asks, Do I look like Ken Hitchcock? Now, this is the impetus, uh, impetus for our favorite Newfoundland uh, stud, Ted Hitchcock, and his 10-inch cock pseudonym. Uh, then when Sh- Shorzy asked uh, Sanger, do I look like Reg Dunlop? This is in reference to a character Paul Newman played in the movie Slapshot in 1977. The premise of that movie is this. In the small town of New, uh, New England, uh, in a small town, uh, ah, dang. In a New England town called Charleston, there is a local mill that's uh, about to lay off 10,000 co-workers. The town's minor league hockey team, the Charleston Chiefs, is doing no better. After years of failure, uh, this will be the team's last season. Exasperated, player and, co- player and coach Reg Dunlop lets the club's recent uh Leads the, lets the club's recent acquisitions, the Hanson brothers, play. The brothers are actively violent and thuggish uh, in their style of play. This excites the fans. Dunlop retools the team using violence to draw big crowd. Sound familiar? Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just no, a but I mean, I I do. I I mean, I don't. I can't say that that's uh, exactly uh, what what uh, what was even coming. You know, was trying to come out about this, but. Uh, it feels like it feels like a, a hometown Canadian telling of yeah uh, of that of a very similar type story. Yeah. Well, uh, Jared never does anything by mistake. So having that throwaway line in there that unless somebody's looking for it or like reckon you know knows the movie, mm-hmm. um, they're not going to see it. Like he threw that out there for people who are fans of hockey movies yeah. and yeah. who probably were like, oh, this is kind of familiar. And then he says that, and they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> You know, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah Reggie Dunlop was a player coach of that team. So, and if you're a hockey fan, you don't, you do not not know Slapshot. If that made any sense, like that's <laughs> that's not the movie I started on. And yeah. then you go on to Young Bloods, Miracle, Goon, Mystery Alaska, all these other movies. That Goon Two, right? <laughs> Goon Two, yeah. Who was uh, who was uh, created and uh, directed and everything by our uh, good bud uh, Hard Right Jay Jay Baruchel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love him. He's amazing. I'll still cry at the How to Train Your Dragon movies. <laughs> still will. Uh, that's all right. I mean, Shorzy cries at at O'Canada. That's all right. So, <laughs> I love that I love, detail. That was, now, that was the uh, Chekhov's gun. Yeah, like exactly. In like episode one. Yep. Yeah. We got rewarded in episode yeah. one. Like, with RA there. Yeah. Like, 
so I now I have a question, real quick, a, a hockey question. Now the the Run ending the ending the ending shot for the game. So, uh, Shorzy wins the drop, fling, gets it back to Dolo, who flicks it over everybody. Now it seems to me the way that went, I, I couldn't tell angles and everything. That would be something uh, akin to icing, would it not? That now icing is just when you pass the puck from behind the center line and no one touches it and it goes across the far goal line. Okay. Uh, Maybe so offside. What, what, yeah. It depends on how you pass it. Because if they're having a, it says for me, they're having a face off dot in their own zone, which is going to be down in the one of the corners. So in the time it takes for Shorzy to win that face off back to Dolo and he's going to flip it. Uh, JJ is not going to be able to skate to the other blue line. Okay. Uh, so, and they called it beer league special because it's happens all the time in beer league. <laughs> uh, it's another thing they call it is cherry picking where you just have one guy who just sits behind the defense and just waits for that breakout pass. Hmm. Uh, it works sometimes if you don't have D who are aware of it, but it's, I don't want to say it's cheap. It's a hundred percent legal, <laughs> but JJ is just going to go and there's nothing that you can do. Like you can flip it, you flip it over everybody. And if you, and if you get the pass, right. And one of how JJ receives the pass is one of the, my favorite ways to receive a pass, you skate past it. You drag your stick, and you just tap it in between your feet. Mm -hmm. I can love that move. I practice that so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, it is, it's a beer league special. It's like, because your defense is standing flat footed on the face off. So JJ didn't go straight and it is, 10 times harder to start skating backwards than it is to start skating forwards. Mm. So, so by the time JJ is going, the defense is already, once the realization is hit, they're already done. Unless you get like a really good defensive skater, but in the no show, you probably don't have that. Yeah. So what was your, what was your take on their play? I mean, how, as far as accuracy and things like that? Oh, it works. Like it a hundred percent works. Uh, and what, like, the thing I want to key in on is what Shorty did to win the faceoff, because it's the exact same thing I pretty much did. Uh, I was playing a barely championship game. We got 30 seconds left. We were up by one, and we we had a faceoff in the middle of the zone. I'm like, all we had to do was make sure they didn't get. So I didn't care about getting the puck. I just cared about fucking with the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in there chirping them. Uh, and like once the puck drops, I don't go for the puck. I just go, I just put my stick out and I just block him. I just stand there. And I wasted 20 seconds of just standing there in his way where he couldn't do anything. And of course it's beer league. So not a lot of people know that in the NHL, you also people jump into the face off uh, and beer league doesn't happen so well. Uh, but what shorts, <laughs> but what shorts did, he just chirped him. He says like, they've been wanting to fight him all night. He's like, all right, I told you I'm coming for your top row, bud. Yeah, Bauer, and then, have Bauer stamped on your bicuspids. Yeah. <laughs> so Shorzy pulled off a bluff where as soon as that puck dropped, Shorzy went for the puck, won it. Mm. But the other the other player, I'm assuming was an Appledorn, yeah. uh, went straight went straight for the cross check in Shorzy's face. So Shorzy took one for the team. So yeah. All, oh, yeah. That was the only uncertainty in that play is could Shorzy win the face off? Yeah. And he did because he just tripped the other guy, pissed him off. Got a cross check to the face, but he ended up taking the hit to move the puck. And that's and that's you know one thing about Shorzy. Even if you go back to the National Senior Hockey League championships, by take by taking out Bobby Clark and JJ, he took one for the team because mm -hmm. he had to come yeah. off. But he knew he was taking JJ out as well. 
So, which yeah. you know, Quebec never forgets. Yep, <laughs> Quebec never forgets. Yeah. So, so uh, all right, you guys, uh, your other thoughts, theories, trivia, whatnot. Everything that goes into the hockey on this is a hundred percent accurate to the way they call the lineups to the game stick. Uh, most teams will have some sort of MVP trophy. Hmm. And I know usually it changes up every year. I know for the Dallas stars, my, my team, uh, we've, they've kind of had this, uh, chain with like, it's not like a man, but like a, a silver medallion or something like that with a stars logo on it. Uh, I think they've had championship belts from like wrestling. <laughs> That's they've awesome. Had, uh, a nerf sword. Nice. Uh, so, and they'll pass it on. So usually it'll have the MVP player of the game. Uh, Toyota even the call the lineup like that's become standard practice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one, one of the things I love about the NHL is they've done this road to the Winter Classic for so many years, and so you get, you get to see behind the scenes of locker room talk. And almost every season you go to, they'll be like, "Hey, are you good?" You, you'll respond yes, and like, "Good, because you're going." <laughs> Boom, good, because you're going. And that is a hundred percent accurate. And just the feel of this is just. 100% correct. Even even the because me playing beer league, I don't get too many intermissions, but there's nothing better than an intermission dump in between periods of hockey. Game. <laughs> Shorzy takes Greatest a shit between every single, like <laughs> every period, right before every game and in between every period. Before and after. And even just sitting in the locker room, shoulder pads, sweater off, elbow pads off. You're just sitting in your pants, shin pads, sometimes skate, sometimes no, but you're just sitting there. Oh man, Kelly gets so mad at me because I'll be done with the game and it'll be 45 minutes later and I'll take my pads off, sweater off, and I'll just sit there for like 20 minutes and just chill. <laughs> I, I, I can, I, you know, when I, when I was in the army, that was kind of how you, at the end of the day, you may not take your, 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 your pants off, but you've taken your, 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 yep. your blouse off and you're sitting there in just your shirt. Um, oh yeah. yeah. All the time. Yep. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, Chris, Chris, former, uh, former uh, Air Force guy here. So, well, technically still in for the next eight months. Oh, okay, and then it's retire time. Nice. Ooh. Get my weekends back. <laughs> hey, Kelly, Kelly's excited because I finally get to grow and keep the beard this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't have. Not, there was nothing that I could. T where I, when I was in the army, I couldn't take that experience with me out of it. Uh, there was no. There was no. There was no uh, civilian artillery. So. <laughs> so yeah. that was not a skill I needed. Uh, so yeah, I got out of there. Um, I did, I did the war thing and I was done. I'm like, yeah, I did everything I can do. So <laughs> yeah, I did, uh, see, yeah, cause this will be my 20 years in November and I already now I moved on from mechanic to like a tech author, which is really nice. Uh, so there's some skill I can take with me. Yeah. And but of course I'm going to school to change it up. Sure. But yeah, it's, it's going to be weird because like I always, I went in telling myself I was never a military guy. And uh, here I am 20 years later retiring as a master sergeant. Nice. If nothing else happens in between. <laughs> right. In the Is next eight months. The day fingers, before. fingers crossed. Or what, mm. what's a, what's a, what's a, what's a, uh, a hockey uh, superstition that would, that would like the, you know, like the crossing of fingers. Is, is there a hockey superstition that, that you. Oh, there's, there's so many. Uh, I have maybe one, I have like one undershirt that I try to wear for every game. Like I'll wash <laughs> it. Uh, I take my stick before every game 
I, I tape it the same way. Uh, it gets waxed. Uh, there's always like the, for me, it's always the prep work. Like I'll tie my skates. Yeah. I'll go, I'll do a lap. I'll sit on the bench and time again. I'll untie them and time again. And then I'll do my stretch and my warm up. And I always do leg stretches that I do get on the ice and my back stretches. I'll do my one lap, one hard lap, and then I'll start shooting pucks. Uh, you, it's, it's kind of a routine for me. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's always the same undershirt is just like, this is what I feel good in. This is what I play good in. Cool. Uh, tape and sticks the same way. Like every player has a routine. I think, I think that's, there's also the, uh, with NHL playoffs going on right now, um, uh, people don't shave mm. during the playoffs. So you get playoff all those beard. Those In fact, I think that's uh, what uh, the the band that's uh, that we do on the show here. Uh, they have they have a song called Playoff. Yeah, beard. that's right. <laughs> yep, they won't shave because it's like you don't have time to shave. You're always focusing on the next game. Yep, or you're playing so many games. Yeah, so you don't have time to shave. Makes sense. So, all right. So let's get back to the show stuff. Uh, give give us uh, Tiara. What give us your thoughts? <laughs> Oh, hey, like I am sitting back here. I fully expected it to be like mostly you two because I know you were like, I have no, so many I, hockey questions. Well, I just, I, 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 I want you to, get, I, I don't want to leave you out, of course. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, um, Shorzy's whole philosophy on is it bullying or is it, you know, what you do tough in the love. locker room, tough love. Like, I know that that is absolutely sport 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 culture so it's hard for me to say you know i really disagree with what he says and i understand why so many of the players like fucking hate him for it but also like you know i understand that that is how hockey players talk to each other does, a does lot that, of the time does that yeah. not happen in roller derby oh no really roller derby is like well let me say let me say this a little different um if you are on the right team for you hmm. it's like a family okay like it's super supportive and and like there's no there it's not and it's, it's hard not that too yeah like yeah because yeah. i remember i i played with a hockey team on the rampage and we were family we'd go out every night and go to putt putt go drinking like whatever we'd do after games <laughs> and i have not been on a team like that since uh, except for maybe it. like my military tournaments we only play like a one weekend a year, mm -hmm. but other than that, it's it's hard to find a team where you're like a family. Well, it seems like that's kind of what, at least well, at the very least, the studs are. Um, that's, yeah. Well, that's what Shorzy's trying to do, but as we learn later in the season, he's that that is how he is with family. Like that is. Yeah. Like yeah. that is that's why I was like, it's I, a, I know that language. this is exactly <laughs> yeah. I know that this is how he thinks he should be expressing his um, admiration for, you know, like, what did he say about Tendi? Like, you're great in the room, great but the room. you're shit on the floor. Like, yeah. because he's like, you're a great guy, but you're a shitty hockey player and you're doing a <laughs> shitty job and everybody should be aware of this so that they are making sure that you are not the one that fucks up. And like, I get that. I would not handle that very well. As a, uh, can you read that out loud, Dean? Uh, that part made me stop and think because normally I consider that ableism, but then have to focus on the fact that it's a microcosm and that's part of the whole team members that signed, right. et cetera, signed up for. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like me, I would not survive in that kind of an environment. I would be out the door the first time he chirped at me like that because I do not, that's not, that's not love language to me. Yeah. <laughs> but and, I also I know people who are like that. So. And, and I think Shorty recognizes that if you're going to play hockey in like a tough environment where right. you're getting bodies are banging, 
like you're gonna need a, you're gonna need that tough love you're gonna need to right and that's what he's saying yeah up to say uh, but like same thing with the military like i have all my airmen that i've trained over the years and i can't talk to them all the same way but mm-hmm. for the most part i can say uh, you need to step up and because you suck right now uh, but that's not the way I'm going to go talk to my wife. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. No. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> that would be a divorce. Yeah. So that, yeah, because I, and now you could see the dynamic start to switch when Sanger brings up. Yes. That's, that was going to be the oh, next the thing. Yeah. Well, no, not the drumstick. Oh, okay. I was, Which part are you talking about? When, Sanger brings up how uncomfortable he is because oh, he's yeah, yeah. afraid of, he doesn't want to be a bully. Like that's part of that, that whole conversation that comes up later. And he's got so much anxiety around all of that, that, like, he's so convinced that he's going to do a shitty job of being a bully, he can't be the coach. And right. and Shorzy's like, it's not being a bully, it's doing this. But he still can't, he can't do that. You know, yeah. that's not him. That's not his way of communicating. So he's still trying to figure out how to how to be a coach. Like, he does not have faith in himself yet. Yeah. So. And it's really sweet that, like, kind of shortly confirms like hey you go to the wall for me right right like, yeah, right i'd go to the wall for you you're allowed to come call me this is kind of the way there yeah, yeah. it's like but, you, you reaffirm where you are what your status is and like because of this it's the same way like i can insult my brothers same way but like yeah. you can't insult my family <laughs> yes right? yeah, that's exactly, exactly. That's th- something yeah. i always say is, yeah is and that's thing. something you said when we watched this episode yeah. too yeah. yeah so yeah but well one of the things i noticed that that dynamic starting to switch at the end with the game sticks because mm-hmm. uh he he talks about like about the entire team getting a stick and Sanger says including me and he go, he starts to go shut the f- you bet <laughs> you know and and uh he's like no i have to i have to actually show I have to treat him like a coach right. like a coach yeah. that i i appreciate and i mean for his first game Sanger did a great job he listened to Shorzy mm-hmm. uh he did take some you know it looked like he took some uh some steps on his own uh and any any once he picked up on Shorzy's vibe from I'm gonna hand the show over to Shorzy for a minute. Uh, yeah, I mean instead of you know saying uh, he should have said something along the lines of Shorzy being the captain of the team, I'd like and he put he is, he brought these uh, all our studs in. I'd like to have him say a few words, something along those lines. He could have been a lot cleaner at. Right. I agree with Shorzy. Like, like, he wasn't captain yet. Yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it was, but yeah, towards the end, you could see that Shorzy had gotten some respect uh, for Sanger. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But during yeah. during all of that, like speaking of when they were having the sticks, um, like Tendi and Fish, you could see, like if you're paying attention, mm-hmm. they're like, no, we're done. This is, I don't like this. This is shitty. Even as they're like eating the ice cream because they won. But Shorzy still kept telling Tendi how fucking useless he was and how shitty he played and how many, like, I mean, again, I understand that that's Shorzy's love language, but I very much understand where, where the Tendi was coming from because you probably know that you did a shit job because you just let by like, five, what, five? Four or five? Five. Five. You let by five. So you know that you are doing a shit job at this game. You do not need probably the the someone you still look at as the captain because um that someone who used to look up as the captain telling you that you are just a piece of shit like that's not that that's that's a little much in yeah. my opinion i mean going um, from yeah going from michaels the way michaels was which was a, he was who a complete was so fluffer. soft and sweet yeah <laughs> you know i'm gonna fluff you guys 
and I, th I think it's important uh, because that reaction from the attendee is one of those like, okay, he shouldn't be here. Right. Because right. one of the th one of the things that Shorzy says is like, it's not like they don't they don't like winning. It's they don't hate to lose. Yep. Right. Yeah. And like, if you don't have that drive, I remember there was a there's a story when the Dallas on the Dallas Cowboys when Jimmy Johnson came in and right before he won the Super Bowl run. But Michael Irvin go to Jimmy Johnson, like, these are the people who aren't going to work at it. They're not the ones who are going to sacrifice. And it's that they got to go. And yeah. if you're not on the same page with the same team, it's... Especially in me, a situation like that. Because I'm one of those guys, too. Like, you tell me I suck, and I'm like, oh, this, I will show you I do not suck. Right. Right. And I think that's what Shorzy thought was, like, what he was trying to do. I'm trying to yeah. piss you off so that you can show me, like, that you can do better. Yeah. Um, Like, I absolutely get it. It, I can't turn off Some my teacher people. brain sometime. And I had like kids that re that act like that on the playground cannot continue acting like that. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah so some people can take it and some people respond to it and some people don't. Yeah. So usually on a hockey team, it's one of those environments you're going to need, you're going to need thick skin mm. yeah. and you're going to need to nut up or shut up. Yeah. Put your jibs in by better uh, <laughs> metaphor. Yeah. Absolutely. I only ever played on, um, like, I don't know, home team stuff. I was never yeah. a player that played against, like, I was never on an all-star team or something like that. It was never serious yeah. for me when I played roller derby. Yeah. Um, it started turning into a serious sport, and that's when I left because it wasn't fun anymore. So yeah. um, It started off beer league and then got... It very much started off beer league yeah. and then turned into, let's try and get it in the Olympics. And... Yeah. Yeah, I am not an Olympic skater. That's not ever. <laughs> mm -mm. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, okay. So, the next one, I, I know. So yeah, so I know. <laughs> I said this to Dean, and and he was like, no, no, no. But I kind of want to ask you, Chris, and like anybody who's listening, what they think. But was Michael's wearing the same prosthetic that <laughs> that? Uh, Sut Stewart horn. Well, no, you didn't see. You didn't see it when Stewart's horn. You saw just the outline of it in his tights. Yeah. I think. I. I feel like they wouldn't have gotten another one. <laughs> well, I mean, like you, Dean's you like, didn't no, know but having the prop closet. Right. Right. Uh, I know. I know the color didn't match because, like, I guess I'll <laughs> divulge the secret from for guys. Because uh, if there's one part of us that never gets tanned, <laughs> it's probably the old twig and berries. Uh, Legit. But yeah, I so like it's, it was kind of darker than his surrounding skin. I'm like, hmm, that's 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 weird. I can't put my finger on it, and I'm not going to. <laughs> but uh, I was like, there's something wrong with this, and it took me like two, three minutes. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, that, that's not going to be tanner than the rest of him. Yeah. Although he was walking around in his apartment in, a, in like bikini uh, briefs, bikini bottom. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like. Well, maybe. A lot like, of red spots on him. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it he was just happens to pop out focused. every so often. Yeah, it just happens to pop out. And didn't feel it. Yeah. I don't do yeah. I wouldn't you feel it? Of course. Oh, okay. oh, oh I would feel it. Thank like, you. It's okay. like saying so you don't feel a condom on you. Yeah. It's, it's like something's different. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah he's Michael's is a weirdo. I mean, I feel like that's <laughs> the overacting was <laughs> so. Oh yeah, gorgeously gross. Tendies are all weird. Tendies are drama queens most of the time. Uh, they're just they're it's it's a rule that if you're a full time tendy, I did tendy for like two seasons, and I'm like, and I had just enough weirdness to compensate. But all full time tendies are weird. <laughs> they're 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 off. 
it's like everyone's trying to get out of the way of the puck. They're the only one standing in front of it. So they're just a photo negative mentally of everyone else. So All right. it's, <laughs> it's, it's so weird. But it seems there. And the reason I, the other reason I, I have two reasons that I say it's a different one, uh, because it seemed a lot more like it was squishy. Unlike, okay. unlike Stewart, seemed a bit more firm. Okay. Uh, I think because it was in those compression tights. Uh, and it seemed shorter than Shorzy's. I mean, well, uh, Stewart's. I mean, it, they didn't, I don't know. I want to say yes, but also I, I didn't really stare at that area to figure out if it, like where it might have <laughs> sure size no <laughs> i am absolutely like not it was like <laughs> look <laughs> you dicks out <laughs> i just like, seen dean i just seen dean turn to you like is that what you want is that what you want <laughs> is that what the ladies like no no <laughs> no thank you no it's like no oh. no mm -mm, no <laughs> Nah. So, put I, your I titty up, Adele. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got, baby? Um, okay, so I got one more. This is another one that I have mentioned to you, Dean. Um, so this is more of like a whole season uh, question, so we obviously are not going to be an be able to answer it today because this is one that it's going to come back again. Um, so when we are introduced to J.J. Frankie J.J., he decided to come to Sudbury because of all the hot women in Sudbury, mm. right? Because he's dated all these other people and he's tired of dating all of them. So now he's going to go and date some new women. Um, but he's like bored and checked out and asleep up until the moment when Laurence shows up, mm. who is obviously somebody that he's got a relationship with, at least minimally. And, you know, we'll, we will see in future episodes that she will recur so my my question is kind of like, is is Laurence a girlfriend? Is it does does JJ want her to be a girlfriend? Because he, but why did he go to Sudbury if he's? I think I I, I think it's he's 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 looking. He needs he still needs a bit of home, and I think that's what La, La, he sees Laurence as that he's he's got something that's grounding him from home there. Okay. See. My theory on it. I don't is, want to make any spoilers or anything yeah, yeah. for later in the season. Yeah. So, see, my theory is uh, Laurence Leboeuf mm -hmm. uh, wants to be with JJ because he is the prodigal back, right? Right. Uh, and but like JJ's kind of like, nah, like I came to like wheel chicks. Yeah, but, but like, she woke up but, when she showed up. Like yeah, he wasn't. But, he was playing like shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's Big like, smile. Yeah. <laughs> but there, but there is a part of him that like. I think Lawrence wants it so bad that she treats him really well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because, like, in the same, well, can't get ahead in episodes. Yeah. But, in um, this episode, she kind of defends him to yeah. Shorzy yeah. and, um, you know, just basically on his behalf is like, Shorzy, you're a dick. And, <laughs> and he's still sitting yeah. there like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, JJ's, like, on another level now. Like, he's, like, wheeling celebrities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is so, a celebrity. She is. Yeah. And what's very, funny, I, yeah. I I had no idea until I looked today that Laurence Leboeuf is played by Laurence Leboeuf. Mm -hmm. So yep. she, I'm like, okay. yep. and she was also in 19 too with, uh, with Jared. So, and that's, and that's one of those things. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, Tara, there's a, I don't care any hockey player, uh, whenever they're a significant other or a possible rocket comes in that they know, like your standard play goes up. 
like I, I told you, like as soon as Kelly walks in, I get a stride faster. I start taking a little bit more chances. Uh, and there's sometimes like I know she's coming, but I'll score a goal too fast. And I was like, and then I'll see her walking. I'm like, he just <laughs> like five minutes ago. Like, come on. <laughs> and like every time like I score a goal, I'm looking straight at her. I'm like, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I thought you so. signed her in the stands. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, I actually, I, that's perfect. Times I'd be like, I was like, hey, like I need a water, please. Or like, <laughs> just see that apple. And so I taught her the hockey lingo that an assist is an apple. So right. we saw okay. an apple. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that was that was my apple. So you've had a Gino, you have you had an apple. How many Tillies have you had? Yeah. In beer league. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've probably had three or four, but it sucks because they don't go because they're beer leagues, so they don't they don't go all the way. But yeah, we've I've definitely I've been kicked out of two, three games. <laughs> and uh yeah, most of the time you just get like the one punch in and someone's there to break it up. Uh, when I was refing my second night refing, I, I definitely learned how to control a game because that was like an 11 o'clock game. Everyone's pissed off and tired. Of, and so we ended up having like fights. I broke up like three fights that night. And then ever since then, when I start, you start to feel the game change, you have to go like, all right, I need to start calling penalties or people are going to get pissed off and start fights. But yeah, it's when Lawrence walks in and like JJ wakes up, like yeah. I feel that like you're kind, you're kind of like if I know Kelly's coming to a game, I know she's running late. I'm just I'm not 100 percent until she gets there. Yeah, and after that, it's fucking on. Yeah, I get that. As, yep. Like when I was performing, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, yep. yeah. You always there's always the one person in the stands that you're like, this is who like everyone's here to see me play hockey or whatever. Who's there to watch the game, but you're like, I'm playing for this one. And it, it's a light switch. You turn yeah. it on okay. and it's on. Cause you want, cause you want to do, I want to do cool shit in front of Kelly. Like I want to yeah. score cool goals. Totally. Uh, she has not seen me. I've taken two bucks to the face, which she has not seen, uh, but like, you want to be like, I'm tough. I can take this. Right. Right. That injuries where I've skated off. And then I'm just like over the bench going, mother of <laughs> so yeah well all right what else you got babe <laughs> that's it for that's me. it you got you got anything else uh trivia observations thoughts theories uh, uh, sticks are awesome sticks are, are awesome. I'm, actually we just got a, we just got a costco me. pack today <laughs> um, I, need, I need i need to get me a stick well come come visit I'll have to I'm going to go visit Kelly at work. I may stop by the DQ that's on her way to work. Actually, a deli bar. But also, you both should come visit. And this is what I love about the writing (laughs) of the show is I am a sucker for alliteration and connotation. Oh, my God, yes. I love it so much. It just makes my little... Kiso does that so often. It's amazing. It's like the way... it. it, it, All this really reminds me of is like the writing back of like Bud Abbott and Luke Costello. (laughs) And it's just... It, it it flows so well and it's, it's kind of the way we were talking about, like we have to watch with captions because it goes so fast and so mm-hmm. smooth that you're gonna miss something and same thing with this it's just yeah dilly bar in your belly buddy yeah <laughs> it, 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 yeah I, 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 i've even taken that on over on our disputed podcast when i have because i have demand doing the the intros of the show and i will purposely alliterate the intro in some way shape or form <laughs> And then he'll try and recover from that. Yeah. It's always yeah, great. We'll, we'll be watching a movie and some someone will alliterate and I'm sitting next to Kelly. I'm like, I'll turn to her. I'm like, I fucking love alliteration. 
about the uh, nectarine Neapolitan Mastiffs there? <laughs> like, with all these team for team names, they all slap and they all hit. I'm like, totally. yeah, totally. Like cocktail cockapoos. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who wants to get into a little bit of, hang on, I'm trying to square away my screen here. There we go. Oh, uh, I almost got to see some, uh, some stuff there. Oh, did you? <laughs> Oh, it's just it's just the stuff that I've already shown on the screen. Actually, here's here's one that that didn't show. As a drummer, I now co-identify with Tindies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, drummer, drummer, drummers are are a very different species. I, I mean, I've played <laughs> in enough bands to to know this for sure. Yes. Uh, and I have lots of drummer jokes. My, my my favorite one being is, "What does the drummer say when he comes to the microphone?" May I take your order, please? Oh, fuck, I forgot that one. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember when you used to say that to, what's his name that was in your last band? Uh, or not Steve? your last band. Yeah, Steve. It was yeah. like the fun band, not the last <laughs> yeah. band. The fun band. Well, Steve even played for that band. That is true. <laughs> so. And Steve was really good and still did not feel like that yeah. other person appreciated him. All right. So <laughs> and I, I'm gonna, somehow, in some way, I'm going to come up with a, uh, with the with with a with a plug with a plug uh song for this but this is we're gonna play our, our oh, game yeah of, uh squeeze actually you know what let me do this real quick who was your favorite stud of this episode oh yeah oh it, for the whole season it's been a 10 inch cock i mean ted hitchcock i love hitch hitch is my favorite. favorite just the way he talks boys it's he, he seems to me like he's that and like i've i've been to newfoundland it it was uh what do you call it drummer whose partner travels. left them homeless <laughs> yeah and that's the thing all my, all my military trips i've been to newfoundland and they are the nicest people uh there's always people waiting for us just to thank us for our service and all that, and they're just the greatest people and and the, the nicest people in the world so i love newfoundlanders uh but the way he talks i just love the accent i, I yeah. love it and he's just he's I love all the studs because they're, especially when Sanguinette walks in in that suit and they're all just oh, like, yeah. whoa. They love Sanger so much. Uh, but yeah, but Teddy Strong, just the way he talks is, oh, yeah. it's great. And he's the oldest of the entire group. He's 45 in yeah. our life. So. He looks like the, like the old like 1940s like New yeah. York brawler with yep. the flat cap. and Yep. 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 So T, what's, who you got? Who's your favorite? See, I just, I don't know. I keep looking at him and I can't pick one and my brain's going, just say the gyms. <laughs> The gyms are gyms are beauties. Can they be one? The, but they're the gyms. They're not the studs. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, God damn it! I'm gonna say Dolo. Yeah, for this episode, Dolo. I mean, because he starts off with with his he starts off the, with the tilly. He sets the tone with the tilly. Yep. yep. And you know he and he he flings the puck at the end. To, to, he he scores the first goal. He flings the puck to win the last goal. So. And the fact that he just talks in French the entire time. Yes. But understands. It's, it's seamless. Yeah. It's seamless between all the players. Yeah. I mentioned that. And, I was like, everyone speaks like three languages out there. Yeah. And like, there's no pressure. It's not like, oh, hey, just speak English. Or, hey, you, you speak French when you speak to it. It's no, like, he speaks French. They speak English. It works. Yep. yep. I love how seamless it's it is. Great. All right. So let's get into uh, Squeezer, Mitts, or Scratch, which is our, our version. So if you've watched this on, on uh, How Are You Now, listen to us on How Are You Now, we have Fuck Fight Ferda. Uh, this, we have something a little bit different. This is more about, not less about who you would do or what you would do to them, more that who deserves what. Uh, does, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, actually, uh, Awesome has a, the Aran Ganzi flat cap leather coat combo is fucking deadly. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, so, uh, so, 
do they do does this character deserve an underwater squeezer do they deserve to have the mitts dropped and we're throwing down a scrap have tilly time or are they a healthy scratch yeah they're not, neither here nor there so uh and so that's how we're going to play it so we're going to start off as we always do with shorzy uh shorzy's got to be he's got to get a squeezer he deserves a squeezer yeah he's got, all, he's got that country pride he's crying at the national anthem yeah he stepped in for his buddy sanguinette uh he sacrificed he, he his it. face mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he played it right like when they're talking about the sticks he's like he's like wait like i don't get this but let's run this through let's ask the team uh the way they talk to gens gens are just beauties yeah they're uh, fantastic just, like this is where shores is becoming a fleshed out character yeah he, he, he deserves a squeezer agreed especially from yeah. a certain reporter yeah agreed laura. <laughs> need more laura i hope i hope in the second season that has a little more flirt yep. on her part too yeah um so and the next we go to sanguinette and I, i'm pretty sure we're all in the same boat on this one Squeezer. He's getting a squeezer almost every episode, I, I, yeah. I believe. Yep. So uh, then we go to our, uh, and what I conser- consider the the indica of the strains of the, of the, of the sluts. Of the, the sluts. <laughs> the Goody. Super high. Go- Goody is. It's it, definitely indica. He's definitely popcorn indica. Shrimp. <laughs> so, popcorn so, shrimp. So, is so uh, good, man. Goody is great. I love him. Sticks I, I love him. So I, squeezer, in my opinion. Squeezer. Squeezer. Yeah, squeezer. He's just, every time he goes up on chicken, he's just like, he's got this twinkle in his eye. Right? Yep. And, like, and as an autistic person who definitely has preferred favorites, I absolutely see that. Like, he's just like, can I have chicken? What kind of chicken you got? <laughs> and I just want chicken. Sure, like to put a chicken on a panini. Right, right. right. There's got to be a chicken panini. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Make some popcorn sure and chicken one. and put it in a panini, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, JJ. Mm, JJ, I had to drop the mitts with. Yeah, like, come on, man, you got to wake up for a period or two or do something. And you, right, you, you, you got you got to wake up. Like, yeah. you got to hit him in the face to get him to wake up after those first two periods. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking healthy scratch because he did kind of make it up in the third period, but yeah. like he just seemed he like from the beginning really he he seemed a little checked out, but like yeah. in this episode he was just completely like, well. So, so are you are you scratch <laughs> or or mitts? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say scratch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going scratch as well with that one. Because, uh, you know, he scored two goals at the end. I got to give that yeah. to him. Um, so, uh, I, I, he, but yeah, it's it's just, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I totally uh, agree with you, though. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, awesome. That's uh, damn right for fight a file. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anywho's. Uh, let's get back to who's next, and that is Dolo. 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 Dolo deserves a squeezer. Hell yeah, he does. He, 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 just, he just delivers. Imagine the rope on that, fella. <laughs> Dude, get gayer. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, actually. <laughs> All right, and then our boy Hitch. He's getting... He's, oh, he, Hitch. I, I, I'll give him a squeezer personally. <laughs> Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he Maybe not personally just... for me, but I'll allow you to give him one personally. Okay, for you. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, like, I've got your squeezer proxy. You got my squeezer. Yeah. He, I he got arthritis. Like, you know, he comes off as assistant captain. Shorzy's VP. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like Shorzy's giving speeches. Like you gotta get him out of boys. It just that there's Settle always the down. one guy in the locker room. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Take it right to him, boys. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure I know where we all on on the gyms. Squeeze. 
Squeeze. Squeeze Jim's for beauties. Squeeze him. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure I, sure I know where we are on Tindy. Mitts, drop him. Yeah, drop him. Yeah. Drop, him. drop yeah. Mitts. Yeah. Uh, fish. Ooh. Uh, he's kind of in between. I think I got to scratch him. Same. Yeah, same. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he he he. He's like on that fence of like, oh God, I fucking hate this guy. But like, I don't want to, he does still want to win. He does pull some incredible ass. He does. Apparently. Yeah. Samantha McMegan. Yeah. So yeah, healthy scratch. Respect is burning, but uh, is burning. I thought it was probably some, I thought it was some Christian camp or something like that. (laughs) But it's it's an actual, uh, it's a bar and grill place in in Sudbury. So. I had to look that up. I'm like, what is is that like a is that like a fire uh, fire festival type of thing? <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's kind of in my mind. It's, it's like Canada, Canada's Woodstock. That. Yeah. Uh, now we're getting into the personal here, Squeezer. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, if, it's, if, if it's the females, do we need to still call it Squeezer? I know oh. we tried. We talked about that before. Like we couldn't quite figure out a different way, but yeah, we'll say it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the yeah. Whatever the yeah. equivalent is to because yeah. technically we don't know anyone's anatomy. Right. True. So, no. Except for Michael's and Sanguinette <laughs> and Sanguinette because yeah. we know he got a squeezer. Well, that so. and and you know, Shorzy's talked about him pulling out his wiener. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, she sucked up her pride and went to went back to Michael's right and, and yeah. sat through that and took it. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Meeg. Miguan. Uh I adore Squeeze, Miguan. Squeezer. Yeah. yeah. Squeezer. She's she's so cute the way she pines over Sanguinette. Yeah. I, I do like the way that that is kind of growing because it's the first episode, it was kind of obvious that Sanguinette was like, I really don't want her to know about this. I don't want her to know about that. Like right. right? Like he's like, I yeah. I like her. I don't her. Um and like now she's starting to see him as not, you know, just another slut yeah. basically right yeah, yeah. He's, it's uh, amazing how feelings can change when you see someone in a different light <laughs> right awesome says a finger nah. bang i'm i'm not a fan of that so a, a knuckle I'm knocker say no a knuckle no- how about a, a knuckle <laughs> knocker a two knuckler how many knuckles does doesn't that get <laughs> all of as them many as she as many as she right, wants right right there you go so we're uh, Z, uh so we're all we're all for a squeezer for for, for me Meg. uh zieg Squeezer in this one because of the way she ran after Tendy, like yeah. tearing him, tearing she his dumbass down. She was not having it. Hell she is no. sticking up for her team. Hell yeah! I almost want to say scrap because it would be fun. <laughs> a, scrap, a scrap that turns into a squeezer. Legit. Yeah. Legit. Like, you know. Yeah. You start as a tickle fight and you know, <laughs> stuff happens. Whoops. Whoops. You got me a little. Uh, you know. <laughs> and all, then, all, then all of a sudden, I'm a real woman. <laughs> So, um, where where are you on on Zig then? Uh, yeah, I gotta do scrap just because it'd be fun. Okay, it just, she's, she's such a feisty character. Yeah, like you kind of had to scrap. Like you couldn't like that. That that seems like a girl you wouldn't. That'd be like it's just passion. <laughs> it's all passion, whether it's love or hate. <laughs> Three knucklers above <laughs> or above is strictly recreation. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yes, it definitely has to be more than one finger. All right, uh, <laughs> Pam. Which one is Pam? The waitress. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. 
I, I want to say mitts. Like, I'm sure that she's been, like, fucked off by these hockey players for years and is just fucking tired of them. And, and now we get to see her in that point of view. But, like, to us as the viewers, she seems kind of hostile to her customers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go scratch. Help the scratch. Uh, this is, yeah. There's nothing really there. Like, she's a waitress. She's pissed off. Like, cool. Sure, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I... Uh... I kind of want to, I, I understand the mitts. Uh, I, I think I'm going to go scratch as well. Um, maybe at some point we'll see that turnaround. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm thinking her respect will grow as, you know. Yeah, there's no small parts in Letterkenny or yeah. Shorzy. I'm yeah. assuming just as someone's going to get their story later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Laurence LeBeouf. Squeezer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Squeezer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, and I, I agree oh. with that because she stands her, her, her big thing. She adores JJ. Yeah. And yeah. she's fighting for she's JJ. She's the epitome of stand up for your man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's a ride or die. In this episode. <laughs> yes. And, and, and she walks in and she owns the room. Yeah. Totally. So like with one with that kind of power, squeeze her. Yeah. Agreed. Don't, I don't disagree. Agreed. All right. Finally, our boy Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I can't say, I can't say squeeze. I, I, he's got to, for me, he's, it's got to be a scratch just because he's so fucking pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to fight him. I definitely don't think he deserves any kind of like, you know, but. I mean, he brought all this trouble onto himself. Right. Right. He needs to sort yeah. of, sort of shit see, out. See, that's the reason I kind of want to fight him. Tough love. <laughs> do it. Do it's it. It's a little tough love. No, I, like, I, like, I he's a goalie. He's, he's like, come on, man. Like, you knew what you're getting into and yeah. you've gone too far. Yep. There's, there's, there's a certain point where you just got to say like, hey, I've, I've been screwed over by some girls in the past, but there's always been a limit. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Right. Sure. He, always yeah. leave yourself some outs. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, the, it, and it's, it's always... It, it's give and take in a relationship and you gotta i mean there and there's also boundaries so yep. if you yeah. don't set your boundaries and you just keep giving and giving and giving you're you know you're gonna find out what's yep. what's gonna happen i mean and so and sometimes you need a come to jesus meeting yeah to like pull <laughs> yourself out of a hole and hopefully that's what so. this was for him yeah, yeah. so yep. yeah we're seeing so we're, we're seeing the impetus of something new uh in, with this yes and yep. so it's it's kind of it's kind of cool exciting to look at that so yeah so that's a lot of a lot of squeezers coming out this episode yeah. boys so we're just horny people yeah. absolutely <laughs> but also it's a good episode boys it's a oh, fantastic yeah. episode yeah what's so final thoughts on the episode uh just to sum up what you think of this episode uh I, this was my favorite episode of the season so i was really glad you picked me to do this one i was like because you this is the first chance you really get uh, well, besides uh, Shorzy telling all the high school kids off uh, being a ref, because <laughs> I wanted to do that when I was refing. Yeah. Uh, but like this, you really get your first set of hockey action. You first really see him, you start to see him come together as a team. Mm -hmm. uh, you start to see the change in Shorzy that yep. he really works for what he cares about. And it's this hockey team. Like he brings in his guys. He's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, he gives the tough love, like saying when it opens up is vulnerable, vulnerable to him. And he, he delivers, he's like, Hey, I'm there for you. You see saying when it starts to set up and start to step up in the meeting, like, all right, it's my team now, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you, you kind of got rid of some dead weight. Like now with Michael's coming back, uh, you, you kind of had your team set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And so it's, this is pretty much if you're, this whole season was just one episode. Now you've kind of reached your climax. Yeah. Like the stakes are set, you know, it's possible. You've got all the characters, you see what they can do now. And it's just, and just, just the chirping throughout the game, face washing and just everything, the locker room talk, like there's not a bad thing I don't like about this episode. Yeah. That's a it's a it's yeah. a fantastic episode, and, and that might include Michael's dick hanging out. Because <laughs> honestly, it's 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 actually kind of refreshing to see something for the female gaze as well. Because <laughs> all the women mean, are looking dicks for dicks are pretty. So true, but like it's not just like tits out all the time. Like, right, like oh, right, it's right. like whatever. It's like oh, good. We can objectify show. the men I, too. Well, that's yeah. one. You know, that's one. Yes, that's one of neat as well. That's yes. one thing that's been consistent with Kiso is if you see yeah. any nudity. It's on the guy's side, so Shorzy's yeah. ass, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, all the hockey players' asses. Yep. Uh, you yep. know, and and now sh- Michael's dick. And so, the only real yeah. cleavage and, and you see is right Bonnie McMurray, and yeah. then everyone gets mm, Bonnie McMurray. Right. Bonnie McMurphy. <laughs> like even the oversexualized Mrs. McMurray does not really have. Like, she's like she doesn't wear a push-up bra or anything like that. So like yep. you don't get the the. The visual tint titillation and you know we <laughs> tit, tit. Uh, and we only had one episode where someone was in lingerie and like even when yeah. Katie's in a bikini all the time like I mean I know that she's a lot of people's type because she's like super skinny and and all of that but being super skinny she doesn't have what is considered to be um, the what's I how how am I trying to say this like bigger women get in trouble for having too much boob basically she doesn't have that any kind of issue with that yeah. so um so yeah we see her in a bikini all the time for that reason not because like she has a nice body and shares it off and other someone else comes up in a bikini with their boobs out people are like oh hmm. you know <laughs> a little more anyway sorry <sighs> no that's all right so yeah I, I again i i i echo a lot of what you guys are saying it's it's it was a fantastic episode yeah. and I, and I I think I watched it a number of times just out of instead of just prep for the show, just out of pleasure because it's so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And what and you know the more you watch it, find it, looking looking at the expressions between the players, and, mm-hmm. uh, and this is kind of where I noticed really noticed the difference. I mean, because yes, I Goody looks stoned, Dolo looks stoned. One of them, uh, Goody Indica strain hardcore, Dolo is. Way up sativa. Yeah, he is. He is like on. Goody. Goody wants He's... to eat. Dolo wants to fight. Like yeah. it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. And so. JJ just looks like he's not like the wheels turning, but the hamster's dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's on. I don't. Molly. No. <laughs> what he's on. No. That's, and that just seems like his character. Like he's going to be there. Like he's going to have a woman leading him in life. Yeah. And he he's just going to be too stupid to be faithful to one good one. Yeah, I guess he just yeah. So, I think I think he just kind of picks up whatever is yeah. handed to him. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what it is. He I think he doesn't know how to say no, probably. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's for a future episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, final thought. That's final thoughts that on everything. It. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, next week will be episode four of this season one of Shorzy. Uh, if you can't win. Don't play, and our guest will be our good old uh, buddy, uh, Rene Encarnacion, our, oh. our resident joint boy. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. have not checked out our um, our live table read of Fuss in, uh, Fuss in the Backbush, um, yes. it's out on YouTube now, right? 
Yep. yep. It will be on, if you're on YouTube right now uh, watching us, that's where you'll see it. Yeah. And our next one is going to be original fiction. Yes. Written by David Mack, who uh, David also Mack. writes novels mm-hmm. and screenplays for Star Trek. Yeah, so cool. he yeah. wrote a, a spec script for Letterkenny, and we are going to perform it. It's going to be awesome. I yeah. can't wait. Ah, uh, So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun one next week. So thanks for joining us, everyone, and we hope to see you again next week. Chris, hang out for a bit, and uh, we'll, we'll do a little follow-up. So uh, see, oh, we have one final comment uh, so, uh, from Fido File. Regarding the sluts, they are some great interviews with real hockey player actors on the actual TSN YouTube channel. Nice. I will uh, definitely check that yeah, out. And we, our, our most recent episode that we just <laughs> did on, on the table read was A Fuss at the Golf Horse. Thank you. Awesome. Um, anyways, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take care now. Bye. Thanks so much for putting your bums in our seats today. We really appreciate it. We're so grateful to our longtime Letterkenny fans for being with us this far. And we're also very grateful for any new folks who've chosen to join us. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email to hosts at howareyounowpod.com or howareyounowpod at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at howareyounowpod. We'd love to hear from you. We want to give a big shout out to our pals over at Light the Lamp for providing our intro and outro music for the show. The intro tune is For the Win, and the outro tune is Miracle. You can find Light the Lamp on Bandcamp, Twitter, and Instagram. Please go check them out. Their links will be in our show notes. And, as we like to say... Shut the fuck up, Sanguinette!